on page Kufsamachay, 165, <coughs> two lines from the top. And on the previous page, we spoke about that in order for the recreation of limited worlds, it had to be a contraction, a diminishment of the divine energy, and therefore there had to be first a symptom, a symptom, initial symptom, that the infinite energy of Hashem should become totally concealed and contracted, the essential infinite energy of Hashem should be totally concealed, and there from from that there should be drawn out a limited energy which is now which is on the same level and can relate to worlds. But the way of this symptom, the symptom edition, is a total symptom, meaning there is a total void of that revelation of that infinite energy in order to allow for a revelation of a finite energy, meaning a revelation of an energy which can leave room for a separate, a feeling of separate independent existence. Um, and basically there had to be this Havdalah this separation between the Pneumus and the Chitzenius within the Eden Seif before the Tzimtzum. The more internal, deeper energy and the more external energy, which the external energy has a, eventually can have a connection to worlds, to create the worlds. And that is brought about for the Tzimtzum that basically a total concealment of that initial um, unlimited divine energy. So we explain this, that by basically by this way of analogy of a, of a Rav and the Talmud, that when the Rav gives over to a Talmud, um, the way that he understands it to himself, it's according to the seichel, the level of the seichel of the Rav, and it's not at all on the level of the Talmud. Even though there is within the seichel of the Rav something which is shaykh to the Talmud, the chitzenius, the more external levels, external layers of the seichel of the Rav, but everything at that within the Rav seichel is all mu'udav, all mixed together, and therefore it's not recognizable, the chitzenius from the panemius. And if he would give it over to the Talmud, the way that he understands it, uh, he would give over the panemius also, and it would be totally above the chushia Talmud to understand it. Therefore, he has to mitzamtzim his whole seichel, and he has to totally forget his his way of, of understanding it. He should totally not shine within his mind at all. He should be able to step away from his way of thinking to be able to appreciate, understand the Talmud's way of thinking, and then find the nekuda within his seichel that can relate to the Talmud. And that is the idea of also... Um, from this Nikudah should be drawn down, the Eir Lagili, to the Makabal. That is the Ha'ara, which is going to be uh, the Chitzonius from the uh, original Eir, the Chitzonius from the original Seichel, that is Shaykh to the Talmud. And basically, the analog for that is within the Eir in Seif, the infinite energy of Hashem, before the Tzimtzum, the general Eir is Eir Atzmi, a central Eir, which is totally on the level of the Atzmus, of the uh, Illuminary, and therefore has no relationship to worlds, not in the realm of worlds, of limited worlds. It's a it's besides the fact that it's a um, it's ain't safe. It's unlimited. It's also only the only difference is with the atzmos is that it's not the etzim. Therefore, eventually it can be contracted and come about the creation of limited uh, limited energy and limited worlds. But the ha'ara is me'ain atzim. This oyer is similar to the mo'er to the to the source of light. And therefore, it's on a very elevated level. And therefore, it's not in the realm that it's having any relationship to worlds. But there is still a ayur which is within that initial ayur that in the ayur before the symptom that has a shaykhis, a relationship, a potential relationship with worlds. The yishleimar, being that it's a ha'ara levad, and being that we're talking about it's a ha'ara, just an external ray, which is still within the ayur before the symptom. But since it's only ha'ara, therefore you can talk about different levels of pinimis and chitzenis. And the chitzenis ayur, that is the one that has a shaykhis, a potential relationship, can relate eventually to worlds. But the, the chitzenis at the point before the symptom, it's not nikr, if the atma, it's not recognizable in and of itself from the panemius, because at that point everything is viscalus. 
totally an inclusiveness. So two lines from the top now. And even furthermore, the even within this more external contracted divine energy before the symptom within that external energy there is a great revelation of God the energy there is still a revelation of the power of the Hashem's very essence within that within that because we're talking about still before that essence is concealed before the initial symptom and through that initial contraction that the all of Hashem's infinite unlimited divine energy becomes concealed Within his essence, so to say, comes back absorbed within his essence. And that brings about a separation between this pnimius this more internal, deeper divine energy, and the chitzenis, the outer layer, the more contracted external energy. That this more external or external divine energy should be recognizable as its own independent existence. And also. The revelation of Hashem's essence that was found within that chitzenistika area should also become concealed, which that overwhelming revelation also didn't allow the chitzenist to be felt in and of itself, to be its own existence. And the initial symptom causes that not only it should be Havdullah, but also this uh, the area of Hashem's essence should be now concealed from the chitzenist. Meaning the concealing the power of Hashem's essence, with it, which is found before the symptom within that, even the chitzenistika And after that symptom, there remains just the one point from the general light, which is before the symptom. One little seminal point, which has a Relationship to the worlds. And that is meaning to say the essence of the light, the essence of the divine energy, which is which is still in a state of concealment. Um, and just let's. So there's a long parenthesis here. And basically, so the whole idea of the symptom is to bring about a concealment of the essential. Uh, unlimited energy to, that the chitzenistika air should be nicker and um, there just remains one nakuda from the whole general air, meaning from the whole unlimited divine energy. Um, but this nakuda has a shaykh to the worlds now. But within that nakuda, there is the aspect of the essential energy, but now it's all hidden within this nakuda. who, in the parentheses, Though the chitzenis that we're talking about, this lower level, more external level of the divine energy, which has a eventual relationship, potential relationship with worlds, it is relating to the rotsin and the einig, Hashem's will and um, pleasure, and the creation and the bringing to existence of the worlds. And before this initial divine contraction and concealment of the unlimited energy, it was this will and and pleasure that Shem has in creation was totally absorbed within the panemius, included within the panemius. So there was totally unrecognizable the difference between the panemius and the chitzenius. And also within the chitzenius, I mean within the derot and the tainug, there was the kech the revelation of Shem's very essence that. As if to say, it arose, it arose in Hashem's very essence, this will. Meaning, at that level, that you can't tell the difference yet between Hashem himself and the Hashem's will. As explained, it's similar to explain another place, and from the Rebbe Marash, Tafrish Mem, in the about Adam Kadmi. 
this level uh, primordial man. And through the symptom they concealed that divine energy, the initial uh, essential energy of Hashem, became separated out, the Surat and Hashem's will and His pleasure within the creation of the worlds, that it should be a recognizable, independent level in and of itself, not totally overwhelmed by the revelation of Hashem's essence. And also the more internal um, energy, the deeper energy connected more to Hashem's essence, the more revelation to Hashem's essence in that energy, also became concealed. Meaning the power of Hashem's essence, not the actual essence, but the power of Hashem's essence, the expression of that essence. And there's now only remaining a nikuda, a point, like the like a seed, so to say. The seed has everything within it, but it's in a concealed way, and like the flash of the chokhmah. And so just the nikuda, meaning just the actual desire and Hashem's pleasure within the creation of the world. Which that, those levels, Hashem's desire and oinig, are very sublime levels. They're still totally transcend being related to worlds and to being able to be actual, a direct source for creation. But after that initial symptom, it, it sort of say was left now after the symptom with that one nekuda klalis, a general point, including all the oyd, everything which is going to be in all of creation, and has within it even the oyd, the, the power of Hashem's essence, but in a concealed way. Zo now after the parentheses. And this is what we call in Teres Kabbalah, teachings of Kabbalah, the, the point of the Rishimu, of the trace. The trace that was left over after Hashem's concealment of the initial symptom edition, the trace of Hashem's essence of the oyr, which was concealed basically, this trace, and this is this nekuda, which is has a, now a, a ability to, a potential to, to relate to worlds, but Hashem's essence is still, a trace of Hashem's essence is found within there in a concealed way. Just like the Rav, like we were saying before, in the Rav, he is mitzantam, he totally conceals it, and he finds a point, one point, uh, a central point, which includes his whole seichel, but now now in a way where it can relate to the Talmud. But within that point, there is a potential for the whole, for the student to from to extrapolate from this point, the whole depth and breadth of the actual seichel of the Rav, eventually. Like it says in the Chazal, a person can only understand the true uh, mind of his, of his teacher only after 40 years, but meaning you can come to the full appreciation of that teacher, of what the teacher was saying, because within the diminished, contracted teacher that he gave over, the small seed that he gave over to the student, there's just a seed, there's with, hidden within that the whole essence. So the Nikudah Sarashimu, Shehu b'chinas atzma sa'ir, shalamay l'adayim b'chinas gili elo'elamis, I mean, there's mokr l'elamis kolo. And this is, this Nikudah Sarashimu, this point of the trace, the leftover from the symptom, is the atmosphere, the essence, the essence, the essential light of Hashem, which is still above, uh, above in the level of being able to be revealed to the worlds, and it's above from being able to be a direct source for creation. So, so now we're going back to what we were saying earlier, that explaining the idea of that through Yud was created the world to come. We said that all the Yud through Yud Kevavke basically is, is symbolizes the whole chain of creation. From the first symptom until Hey, which is the revelation of Hashem's last Hey, which is the revelation of Hashem's energy within the Oedis, within the Kalim of the, of, uh, the Sphere of Atzilus. So, um, this is the Yud, the Shem Avaya, the initial, the first Yud of Shem Avaya, which is 
the point of the roishim of this trace, this leftover, but the whole essence is is included within this point, like the whole seed, which is the whole tree, is in, all the details of the tree is included within the seed, but in a concealed way. And this is now, it just, it's just a seed, or just a little point, it can relate to, it's a more condensed, contracted um, level, therefore it can relate to the mind of the, of the student, or to the limited worlds. And this is the Yud that the world was created from. So we started this, on the page Kusam Achimul, like ten lines from the bottom, it said Yesh Lemer in Yud Nivrei Lamba. Another explanation of Yud Nivrei Lamba: all the letters are symbolize the chain of creation. Um, the the Yud is made out simtum edition, like the Nikudas Yud, and then we explain this whole idea that Kishal Abedatani Aposhut, and when Hashem has the initial desire to create the worlds, meaning within the Eden Saif, within Hashem's infinite energy, before the Tzimtzum, we had a Aliyah Saratzin, this desire for creation. And and within that desire is the oinik, like we said, the uh, Hashem desired, but implying also a, a a pleasure to create the worlds, and that is the oinik the rotzin, the oinik and rotzin within the orient which is the reason for all of creation. But this oinik and rotzin are still totally above um, creation at that level. Even though this is the chitzenia sa'ir, like we're talking about now, this is a more external level, which is actually relating to creation, but it's overwhelmed by the revelation of the Eden Seif because it's not yet concealed. The infinite energy of Hashem is not yet concealed. And therefore, it's not nicker its own level by itself. And this is what we're saying here in the parentheses that the chitzenia sa'nal, this is the ratzenia Hashem had the initial desire, but in that level before the tzimtzum, it's not recognizable and therefore not cannot be a source for creation because it's it's still relatable to the essence, or therefore has an infinity to it. To, to, to it. So, this is, so this is the Yud the Yud It's known that and explaining Kabbalah that from this Shimu, this initial point, um, which now can have a potential relationship with worlds, it's drawn down the Gilia Kav, the revelation of the Kav. The line, which is Shuhub which the Kav, just like a line, is a thin line, contracted, you know, very diminished, focused line that represents the revelation of Hashem's divine energy in a contracted, diminished, limited way. From that Nikuda, which includes all of the energy for creation in a seminal point, um, is drawn out now a Kav, an actual revelation, because the Nikuda is not in the revelation yet for the worlds. It's just still within, it's still within the Aiden Saif. Um, it's still with yeah, before the actual revelation. So from that, from that, Nikuda is drawn down the actual revelation of the Kav. is actually divine energy which shines to the world. to bring about the creation of the worlds. and the actual spheres of the world. But and this air, this air, the Kav includes within these worlds and within the spheres in an internal way to enliven them. And to sustain them, but this ayir kav is just a external contracted um, divine ray, from compared to the actual essence of the ayir, which was found within the seminal point of the rishimu. Because we said within that seminal point is the in, in a concealed way the whole essence. See what it says, explains in Shayichud from the Mittler Rebbe, which the, over that Shayichud explains the whole Seder Stalstalus of all the different levels 
um, from the highest to the lowest levels. So there, look about the idea of the Rishimu and the Kav, what the difference between the Rishimu and the Kav are, which is basically the difference between Hiyuli and Hispashtus, the Hylic matter, which is basically this very potential state for all of, for any existence, and then the Hispashtus, the actual expansion and expression. So that's the potential is the Nikudas Rishimu, and the Hispashtus, the Kav, is the actual going down relating to worlds. There, so the revelation of, of the Kav, this divine energy which relates to the worlds, meaning the level of godliness which is actually revealed to the worlds, who, that is now the letter Vav of Shemavayat. The Vav is just like a Kav, a line just drawn from above to below. And that is the idea of the Kav, a line, so to say, of godliness, a contracted divine revelation going down, pointing down to worlds. But before the Vav is the He, Rishayna, the first He. It's uh, in general, it's referring to the Tihira Tata, the lower level holiness, which is after the Tzimtzum. Which is referring to the level of the primordial man, Adam Kadmin, including all of basically the Machshavak Duma, the initial thought of Hashem, which includes all of creation in a seminal point, like this idea of the Rishimu. Which is called the Shetach, the area, like explained in another place. So, the this basically this idea of the Hay, the first Hay, is the basically this, this. So the first is the Yud, which is the Tzimtzum, which brings about this Nekuda. So it seems to be saying that the Yud is the Tzimtzum, or could also be the Yud is also included in the Nekuda of the Rishimu, which is the Nekuda, just like the Yud is the Nekuda point which includes everything in a concealed way. And then the Vav is the Kav, which is drawn down from that, the Kudav and the Rishimu. But the He, which is before the, the Vav, um, that is referring to Tihiru Tata, the lower level holiness, which is after the Tzimtzum. So seemingly, yeah, the Yud is the Tzimtzum. And the He is where you have now length and breadth and actual revelation of godliness after the Tzimtzum. And that is referring to Ak, which is level of godliness after the Tzimtzum, but was already like a primordial thought of all of creation within that uh, thought of Hashem. Um, not sure if that could be synonymous with the with the Rishimu. And then from that is drawn out the Kav, which is Vav. And then from the Kav, the divine, contracted divine energy which relates to the world is drawn down the Shetach, the area of Eilam Atzilus, meaning a revelation of godliness which actually enclosed it into the vessels of the world of Atzilus. The enclosement of his external contracted divine ray of godliness within the vessels of Atzilus. And that is referring to that symbolized by the last hay, the width and breadth and depth of the hay, meaning how godliness is now being expressed within the Makabel. There's the initial hay, the first hay, which is how the revelation of godliness, how it's still within the mashpia, so to say, within Hashem, but after the tzimtzum, after Hashem has concealed his unlimited energy, but still within the mashpia, within Hashem, but after the tzimtzum. And that is, now there's a revelation of godliness, there's a, there's a thought, which thought has a width and breadth, you're thinking about all the details. So the initial hay is basically the revelation, but was still within the mashpia. And the Machshava Akduma, the initial thought of Hashem had of all of creation. And thought, there is a revelation of all the details of creation. 
but yet not revealed to the actual receiver, to the creation, to the creations. And the kav is now Hashem revealing his energy, actually the contracted, diminished divine energy, which can relate to the worlds, to creation. And then the hey is now how that divine energy is being received in all in all the details of creation. Um, in the kalim of the spheres of Atzilus, or in all of creation in a more general way. So, um, according to all this, we can understand the idea that the through the Yud, the initial, the first Yud of Hashem's name was created, the Oilam Abba, the world to come, which is referring to the revelation that the soul will experience only through its descent into this world. It's the Aliyah that comes after the Yerida, even higher Aliyah than the soul was before in Gan Eden, experiencing just the revelation of the Ziva Shechina, but when Mashiach comes, it will I mean, through coming down into this physical world and going through with all the Aveda in this world and toil working with the body and the animal soul, it could come to an even higher level, which is created through the Yud. And the Yud, this is expressing the higher revelation that the soul will be able to have um, in the Olam So what does it mean that Yud in the Olam Meaning that to say that there will be revealed in Olam in Mashiach's times, the actual essence, the essential light of Hashem, the unlimited essential light of Hashem, which is of which is within the Nikudas Adeshimu, this point of the trace, which is left over after the initial symptom. But with that, we said that within that Nikudas Adeshimu, it is the whole essence of Hashem, but in a concealed way. But when Mashiach comes, it's a revelation of that Yud. So the revelation of of the Atzmasayim. Um, that now the fact that now that all this essential light which is within the Kudus it's, it's all concealed um, concealed to the worlds from the world's perspective and it's impossible to be a revelation to be a revelation of this light is only a, a external diminished contracted ray um, and, a, and a, just a expansion an extension from that essence, but not the actual essence. Not the actual essence, essential light of Hashem. Meaning the actual, like we said, the high matter, which is basically the, the ultimate potential, the Hashem's actual essence, which is the potential for all of existence. But when Mashiach comes in Olam Abba, there will be revealed this essential light of Hashem. Meaning this is referring to the actual. Hashem's actual desire and pleasure within creation, which is totally above the revelation, the expression of Hashem's desire and pleasure um, for creation of worlds. The expression of that pleasure, we said, was after the initial symptom, when now it, these levels are nivdal, nikr, bifniatzmum, and become the source for the eventual source for creation. But when Mashiach comes, you'll actually have the revelation of those levels, how they are in their essential state, connected back to the very essence of Hashem. And this is the pleasure that the souls will experience in that that they will take pleasure in this revelation of this essential pleasure of Hashem which was stemming from the concealed state when it's, it was in its concealed, concealed state within the point, the seminal point of the Rishimu but this pleasure of Hashem which was in that concealed state will become into a revealed Way and that was what the the souls will will take pleasure in, to basically bask in the pleasance, the tainik, the of Hashem, which comes from the yud of Shem So now we're returning to that idea. This is what is called noyam havaya, the sweetness, the pleasantness of havaya. The referring to the roshim, the trace 
the leftovers, so to say, of the Ein Seif, of the infinite energy, the essential energy of Hashem, from before the Timson. But that is going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. In Eilim Ba'amnam, Mazeir, Chelek Aleph, Tafrishud, Tesamad Aleph. But however, in Zoyar, the first book of the Zoyar, the three books of the Zoyar, on page Reishud, Test 219, folio, side one, the Farish, Noyam Avaya, explains Noyam Avaya differently. There's pleasantness of Avaya. Shalomayla, Noyam Avaya, Shalomayla, Mishem Avaya. That transcends even the name of Ayah. Like it implies in the verse, Oz Tisanig Al Then they will take pleasure, the souls will take pleasure on, on Havaya, meaning on a higher level, above Havaya. Referring to the pleasure that the souls will experience in Elam Abba, Mashiach comes to Lossi Lavi. Mahainu Bikinas Arotzin, Vatainu Bikinas Pnimia stating, say, Shalif Nayat Simpson. This is referring to the the will and the pleasure of Hashem, of the the bechinas panimis of the inner core of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is before the simshim, which is even higher than the will and the pleasure of Hashem, the the essential will and pleasure of Hashem, which is within the nikuda, the yud, which is in this nikuda, this seminal point of the yud after the simshim, the Hanal, like we said before, explaining before. So here we're saying that the Zayar says that the Gilium of Mashiach comes will be actually Nehemavaya, a pleasantness and uinig from above Shemavaya, above the nikuda Sadashimu. Above these levels, how they were now in, in a concealed state, in a potential, potential state within the Nikuda. Here we're talking about the actual ruts and the Tainug, the Panemius Ainitzef. Like said, until now we're saying that everything, all this, what we're going, which we, the worlds relate to, is in the Chitzenius. And that's why they had to be the initial symptom to separate the Panemius from the Chitzenius, to allow for the Chitzenius to be an actual source for creation. But here the Zayar is implying that we're going to experience a revelation even of the above that. The actual Rotin and Einiga Atzmi. That um, of the the Ratzon Tainuk of Hashem, which is in the Panimia state, before the Tzimtzum. The that all this is still the more external level of the external energy of Hashem, which is related to worlds, referring to the Ratzon the Einig Atzmi Shem the the Yud the Shem this lower level of the Ratzon Einig, not the Ratzon Einig within the Panimias. Um The Cholos Pchinas the the Cholos Pchinas Eirazeh. The general, this general light, meaning referring to the Ratan and Einig and the, how they are in the Chitzoni Yisrael, um, this general light, this general energy of Hashem, even its most essential state, is totally uncomparable to the to the inner light of Hashem, which has no, it's not in the realm of having any connection to worlds at all. However, but when Shiach comes, he's gala b'chinas panimis to eidin seif. So they think that this inner core essence of the eidin seif, the infinite energy of Hashem, before the Simpson will be revealed. And that is concerning that it says, and it's hinting to in the verse, all is tisanig alavayichol. Then the souls will take pleasure in the revelation of the level which transcends havaya, the panimis of the eidin seif before the Simpson, the panimis of the eidin seif before the Simpson, the ratzin of the eidin, which is in that level. So now let's explain this higher level now. It's explained in another place regarding the idea of the drawing down of Hashem's divine pleasure from creation after creating all the worlds. There was he was aroused in a great pleasure, just like when a person finishes all of his work, he looks at it and he steps back and he gets he's aroused with pleasure from all his work. So too Hashem, um, after creation, is aroused in this pleasure and that pleasure that Hashem had from after creation, he saw that everything was good, and he had a pleasure from that. That's the revelation of Hashem's pleasure 
after all finishing all finishing all six days of creation, and that revelation is experienced on Shabbos. Within that revelation of Hashem's pleasure on Shabbos, there's two levels. So Aleph, turning to the next page, one, the first one is Mashkas of Kodos of the Shabbos Enik. You shall call to Shabbos pleasure. This is the level of Hashem's pleasure, which is revealed on Shabbos, which we can draw down through our divine service. Hagam the Shabbos Even though in general Shabbos is something which is holy in and of itself, it's basically the sixth, the seventh day of of every seven days. Shabbos comes, and that day is holy. Not something that the Jewish people need to bring about, like whereas Yom Tov. It's all brought about by the Kiddush Achidish by Bezdin saying that this is when the, the 15th of the month of Nisan will be, so to say, or for example, for um, Pesach, everything is set by the Jewish people. That's why um, that's why on, 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 on Yom Tov we say uh, that the Jewish people also bring about the Kiddush, the Kedusha of Yom Tov, whereas in Shabbos we say Mikadosh Shabbos, Hashem is the one that's Mikadosh Shabbos, not the Jewish people, don't have a part of it. So even though general Shabbos Theme is it's all it's essentially holy without our effect. Nevertheless, it still says in the verse that the Jewish people should guard the Shabbos to make the Shabbos that the Jewish souls have the ability to, so to say, in a certain aspect to make to bring about the Shabbos. What is that referring to? Meaning that we have the ability to draw down that pleasure, revelation of Hashem's pleasure on Shabbos. And this is brought about through our doing our divine service to Hashem during the six work days, the six uh, mundane days of the week. Through us being focused on our learning Torah and davening and giving tzedakah, giving charity. As it's explained about this at length in the Mimer entitled which is not printed in the bottom it says that I was in the time that Rebbe Shab wasn't printed, but Nidfas by my body, I was looking, it's actually printed the Alter Rebbe Zayim Barim, Tavkuf Ayin, Amen Pei Aleph Eilach, page 81 and on. So, in the drawing down of this pleasure, which we, the Jewish souls, can relate to, can get in touch with, is obviously a lower level pleasure because it's within the reach of the limited creations. Even the soul, the Jewish soul, which still, even obviously, is a part of Hashem, but still, it's a part of Hashem. How it's become a limited creation now. Um, so, the drawing down of this pleasure, it's from the level of Shemavaya. Like the verse says, like the verse implies, the 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 the, the sun will shine. Shemet the 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 sun of Tzedakah will shine on Marpe Bichnafel, and with its rays, it will the rays of the sun it will heal. And the sages say on that verse that the sun on Shabbos is a Tzedakah, is a charity to the to poor. What does that mean to say? What does that mean that the sun, the shining of the sun on Shabbos is giving charity to the poor? Meaning. Deeper meaning of that is that through giving tzedakah during the six work days, we are able to bring about and activate the revelation of the Shema Shavaya, the the revelation of, of Shema Vaya on Shabbos, means the revelation of the lower level of Taina Gavashem on Shabbos. So, we're just going back for a second. So, we're explaining the idea that when Mashiach comes, we'll be able to experience a revelation of Al Tisanik Alavaya, the level of even transcending Avaya, the Panimia Sarian say before the Simpson. So that is the level of the Tainug, the Ratan, the Tainug of the Panimia Sayyidin Seyfli Fian Simpson.
And we're explaining that in the, the drawing down of Tainag on Shabbos, which happens every Shabbos, Hashem is filled with pleasure of um, from creation. There's two levels. There's one level of Tainuk, which is basically the Kodos of the Shabbos Inik, that you that we, the Jewish souls, have to call it out. So when you call to our friend, and bring they call our friend to come to you, he comes to you, turns to you. So there's a level of Kodos of the Shabbos Inik that we can call out, draw down a level of Hashem's pleasure. That is the Tainuk which we draw down through our divine service during the six work days, even though Shabbos in general is essentially holy, doesn't need our work to make, to bring down the holiness of Shabbos. But there is an aspect that we do bring down. Like it says, Las is Shabbos. We make Shabbos, meaning that we were able to draw down a revelation of Hashem's pleasure on Shabbos that if it wasn't for us, it would not be revealed on the day of Shabbos by itself. And that's through our, our divine service during the six weekdays, the mundane workdays, through our divine service of Terah, Tefillah, Tzedakah. And like, um, like we were able to draw down that revelation on Shabbos. Whoever works on the eve of Shabbos will be able to eat, so to say, experience the divine revelations from that work on Shabbos. And this amshracha, this drawing down of pleasure, is from the level of Havaya. Like we're saying, but um, that the experience, the the tainuk we experience with loss of love is tisanik al Havaya, the level higher than Havaya. Here, the tainuk we're talking about, we can draw down is amshracha zu, is from the level of Havaya, meaning a level of divine level energy which is relating, which is relative to creation and which is limited. Um, and that's at the level, it's like always it says in the verse, Shemesh Mogan Vayalikim. Shemesh, a Shem is compared to a, a shield, a, a, the sun and the shield. So, sun is a Shemesh Avaya, and the shield is Elikim. That's why it uses two, the names there. It says, Shemesh Mogan Elikim. Because the Shemesh is referring to Shemesh Avaya, revelation of the divine energy that's hinted to by in the name of Avaya. And Elikim is the Elikim is the Mogan, is the shield, the, the divine contraction, concealing that energy. So the verse says that the Shemesh, the Zorcha Shemesh, the the healing rays of the sun, that Shemesh B'Shabbat Stokalanim. The sun on Shabbos is actually a charity to the poor. What does that mean? That through the Stokka that we give during the weekdays, it brings about a revelation of the Shemesh Avaya on Shabbos. And that is to the poor, meaning to our all creations who are obviously considered poor compared to Hashem. I'll stop there about eight lines from the top of Kuf Samach